what's happening guys welcome to the dynasty war zone the people's dynasty podcast a proud streaming partner of player profiler tonight's show we all know them we've all ran into them we've all seen them on social media they are karens but i'll tell you who's not a karen he's actually one of the best guys and a new friend and teammate over at player profiler he is the host of the game plan podcast and the co-host of the Trade Gods podcast. Both of those found on the Roto Underworld YouTube and podcast channels. He is an advocate for buying Jordan Love, my man. He is an advocate for selling Ramondre Stevenson, double my man. If you're not following <laughs> him on Twitter, you should be. He is at Maddie Kiwoom. And my guest is Maddie Kiwoom. Maddie, man, welcome to the oh. DWZ, brother. Oh, very excited to be here by Memphis. We're talking about Karen's tonight. So, that intro was good, but I'm I'm gonna need to talk to your manager, bud, because uh, you know that. Well, unfortunately, getting, they left me in charge. They left me in charge. <laughs> what? Uh, the the manager Jerry's on vacation, so Maddie's <laughs> doing Jerry and I a solid in in stepping into uh, pinch hit as uh, Jerry. And, and congratulations to Jerry and as I call her the lovely Mrs. Jerry. They are celebrating mm-hmm. ten years of happy marriage. They're in uh they're in. Punta Cana, I think I'm pronouncing that. My Spanish isn't what it used to be. Uh, they're, they're, they're celebrating 10 wonder, wonderful years. So uh, we're going to get into a lot of stuff. Maddie's going to, he already mentioned it. We're going to talk about Karens, but just real quick, the Dynasty War Zone is a two-channel show. Whether you're a YouTube subscriber or whether you're a podcast subscriber, we have two channels. We have the Dynasty War Zone YouTube, the Player Profiler YouTube. We have the Player Profiler audio to, uh, feed we have the dynasty war zone audio feed so we will have extra content on the dynasty war zone only feed we have some other content creators that do rookie content just on the dynasty war zone they do a dynasty games kind of content uh that's jesse mike and chat our rookie guy is dallas of course jerry and i so please wherever you're consuming this i just ask that you go over to youtube or your streaming app and check out the dynasty wars on now maddie we're going to get into uh good people bad tweets here in just a second (laughs) but uh but but real quick what's going on with uh trade gods and the game plan because i was on the game plan like three or four weeks ago discussing some business concepts with you yeah our conversation was honestly it, it was it was awesome because it was less about the game itself and more about us as the gamers and the philosophies that we can imply in terms of business or wherever they're influenced. It was an awesome conversation. I had a blast, but the game plan, uh, we're still cooking. You know, we had Paul Charchian on on this past Saturday. We talked guillotine leagues. Uh, apparently, the one league I did last year, I did about everything that you can do wrong. I basically did it wrong. So I was glad to have him on so he could educate me. But we will be having I'll be having great guests all summer long. I mean, Memphis, you'll be back on, I'm sure. Uh, and then we'll keep it going through the regular season. But uh, Trade Gods is great. My man Jason Allwine filled in great last week for me at the pinch it. Chase Vernon was our guest, and he killed it. They had a great episode. You know, I travel for my day job, and it seems like every time I'm trying to come home, you know, delays or canceled flight some chaos happens and i wasn't able to make it back in time but yeah they did great but yeah check those shows out uh, it's a lot of fun and you know dynasty warzone has been a fantastic addition to the player profile network you guys are crushing it i appreciate it man i had the good good fortune of spending a day last week with the pod father mr kelly himself and and, and we had a great episode of the mind of mansion but that's why you stick around player profiler because there are all of these great shows that's why jerry and i agreed to bring the dynasty war zone to player profiler if you want to run with the best you run with the best because if you don't you could develop some bad habits fortunately we're learning a lot of good habits like production value and just meeting a lot of cool people we're going to jump yeah. into the body of the show, but speaking of cool people, because he's a cool dude, let's hear just a <laughs> quick minute from our buddy, the Podfather, talking about our friends at Underdog. Let's take a moment to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profile already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of Underdog, because of their support. Get the Underdog app, plug in that promo code UNDERWORLD, I used to play underdog just for the best ball drafts. I mean, the best ball drafts are amazing. These draft rooms fill so quickly, and you can win life-changing money. You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well, what better place than in an underdog draft room to do that? 
And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pickums. It's important to correlate those NFL pickums. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations. Correlate them, and you can 5X your payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy, the promo code is Underworld. For an instant deposit match up to $100, Underdog is the truest friend of the Underworld. That is a fact. Now, Matt, are you an, under, you an underdog guy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been rolling up these best ball contests like crazy. That's what I was going to ask. Are you a pick'ems guy or are you a a best ball guy? I mean, no, definitely best ball. Pick'ems, they're fun, uh, but I just love the fantasy aspect of it. And I love drafting. So if I'm going I'm, to do all this, I'm going to bet. I'm going to do what I love because I stink at the over-unders. The pick'ems, I'm no good. Yeah, I, if I do any over-unders, it'll be during football season. I'm not out here trying to go, like, <laughs> yeah. total strikeouts or, you know, Jokic, you know, point totals or what. I, I'm not that guy. I, I'm I'm not super, super educated in, in that way. So we are going to in, indoctrinate you. We okay. we had Alan Sislowski on last week. He he got to do good people, bad tweets. Now, remember, remember the premise of this this spot. This is mm-hmm. not to say anyone's a bad person. They're good people. They love fantasy right. football. They love dynasty just like Maddie, just like you, just like all of us. But sometimes someone, you know, remember Herm Edwards before you hit send, don't hit send. <laughs> yep, yep. That is this. That, that, that is what we do here. It happens. It, oh, absolutely. And, and, I, and I had my share, you know, fantasy oh, yeah. receipts, cold takes exposed. I, I've, I've uh, my coldest takes are probably on Jalen Hurts. But this one right here, I, I think, is is pretty bad. So we're going to read it. Uh, I'm going to give Maddie a chance to talk about it in just a second. So this one comes from Zara, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Zara Katzabedian at ZKFF. And, and, and he tweeted, Kenneth Walker could be the Damian Harris to Zach Charbonnet's Ramondre Stevenson. Now, one thing. One thing before before we uh, be- before we go any further. You know how fucking stupid you have to be <laughs> to even think something like that, let alone say it publicly and act like you're fucking serious. Oh, so that funny. that is the new good people bad tweets because that's that's horrible. I, I mean, oh. I, I, first of all, there's no bigger Damian Harris stand than me. Yeah. You know, by, by, by the way, Ramondre Stevenson the last two years. He only has like like 15. I know last year he had nine for sure. He only had like nine total starts. You know why? Because of Damian Harris. Damian Harris, yeah. Damian, so actually in this, I'll go back to the conversation I had with the pod father the other day. Mm -hmm. and, And I don't remember all of them. I don't have that show sheet pulled up. But we were talking that, and you should go back and listen to it. That was last week's Mind of Mansion podcast with my name to search Mind of Mansion Memphis Young, you'll find the show. But we were talking about this free agent running back tsunami that's about ready to hit the the 2024 yep. season. And I'm talking big names. And this is just top of my head. Derrick Henry, Eckler, uh, Mixon, Barkley, Swift, Akers, Gibson, Dobbins. I mean, I rattled off on that podcast the other day, mm-hmm. like 10, 12 guys, 10 to oh, 12 yeah. guys. Oh that, that are, are going to reform the dynasty landscape at the running back position. And then you got, then you got Zach Charbonnet and, and Kenneth Walker. And I think Zach Charbonnet insulates Kenneth Walker. He protects Pete Carroll from bringing in a veteran like a Derrick Henry or a Joe Mixon or, or, or anyone else. Mm-hmm. That was my thought on it. But when I sent you this, this show sheet and you saw this was the tweet we're going to describe, what did you think? So, you know, ZK is a good person. So this is, like you said, this is not a tra- – we're not talking about it, about the person. ZK is the man. We've had an inter- interaction on Twitter. He's, he seems like very pleasant, someone I would definitely want to have a beer with. But when you look at this tweet, it's it's flawed in multiple places because, first of all, Kenneth Walker is obviously a better talent than Damon Harris, even as a fan of him that you are. You could admit Kenneth Walker is a superior talent. He's also better than Ramondre Stevenson. So Kenneth Walker could be, you know, everyone will be striding for Kenneth Walker's role. Yeah, you know, you want Ramondre Stevenson to be the Kenneth Walker on a team or whatever. So it's just to say that the best player in this entire analysis 
could be like the 1B, but he's also better than that 1B player. It's it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. I mean, Kenneth Walker's a stud. There's no – I mean, just being Damon Harris to Zach Charbonnet's Roger Stevenson means that you know Zach Charbonnet is going to be getting all the pass catching. He's going to be getting all the volume. He's going to be the bell cow because let's face it, Ramondre Stevenson was an RB1 because he had massive volume. He was on the field a ton. He had the 12th highest snap share in the, amongst qualified running backs last year. He had the 16th highest opportunity share at over 63%. You know, he had a lot of volume. So to say that Zach Charbonnet is going to get the volume and Damian Harris, a.k.a. Kenneth Walker in this analysis, is just going to get the ceremonial first carry as a start and then play just grinder like grinder plays on offense? No, ain't happening. Kenneth Walker, there's no chance of him being just the Damian Harris to Zach Charbonnet's Roger Stevenson. He also has a chance to be better than everyone here. Well, the, the part that, that fascinated me is the lack of, of investigation into Ramondre Stevenson. So I pulled it up while you were giving your your answer. Ramondre Stevenson has been listed the starter in exactly nine games. Not nine last year, nine Mm -hmm. games. He's been eligible or he's been healthy and played 29 games. He's been listed as the starter nine times. Mm -hmm. What, what, What does that tell you? What that tells me is that Bill Belichick I don't want to say doesn't trust him, but but literally uses him by necessity. And I think Kevin Harris is going to get a, a part of that offense this year. They brought in James Robinson. And if, if anyone feels like a Bill Belichick, LeGarrette Blunt type running back, it's James Robinson. And, I do love and, hearing that. I do. And, and, and here's the thing. So remember, yes, Ramondre had a very good snap share last year. He had about 66% of the snaps, which in and of yeah. itself is pretty good. Which is, but – he started off the season with 24, then 61, then 62. Damian Harris gets hurt, then all of a sudden in week five, it jumps up to 90, 85, 76, 62, 73, 78, 82, 98. Then in the last two games of the year, when everything's on the line, because New England was in the playoff mix and at the very end of the season, it went down to 57 and 49. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I don't think Bill Belichick loves Ramondre. And this is something that drives me crazy on, on a side note is people that use last year's stats when a team gets a brand new head coach or offensive coordinator, throw it out the window. It's now, different. if you have some yep. historical data on that, on that new OC, that new head coach, we can talk about that, but we just can't blanketly say that, you know, Ramondre is getting, because we don't know what Bill, what Bill O'Brien is going to do with this offense. So just mm-hmm. to blanketly, say that Zach Charbonnet is going to come in. I guess if, like Damian Harris, Kenneth Walker gets hurt and all of a yeah. sudden Pete Carroll has to use him, I mean, maybe, but I don't see that in a, in a, if a one-to-one, everyone stays healthy standpoint. I completely agree with that. And, and you know, in terms of going forward, you know, I, I read this tweet as a ref, like referring to the 2022 New England backfield, but going forward, for this New England backfield, I'm with you uh, every step of the way. I don't believe that Belichick is ready to just anoint Romandre as his 2023 bell cow. James Robinson's there, who uh, I happen to like more than most, but he could fit that Damian Harris type role. So, I mean, that should lend to uh, some touches for him if he can make the team. Kevin Harris, like you said, is still there. So maybe they have a, a position battle for that kind of grinder running back. So whoever wins that, though, can take touches away. In uh, the, the fact that I just don't see uh, the check down, uh, what do you want to call it, frequency that they had in 2022. I mean, having a defensive head coach, a defensive-minded offensive, I mean, a defensive line coach as your offensive coordinator was really bad. And as a Patriots fan, I watched a ton of those games, and we just saw check down, check down, check down. It's like, oh, is they, are they going long? Nope, check down. And a lot of those went, like, went to Ramondre a ton. I don't bet. I don't think you can bet on that. Again, I think there is a more downfield passing attack with Bill O'Brien in, in, in town. So, just going forward, I don't love Ramondre. That's why you know you said at the top of the show. I, I'm definitely looking to sell in Dynasty. Yeah, a hundred percent. So uh, again, uh, that's a good dude. You should interact with him on Twitter. I believe he's part of the football guys. One hundred percent, not throwing shade at the dude, but one hundred and seventy-four percent throwing shade at that tweet. That is <laughs> our good people. Bad tweets brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Please use promo code Underworld when checking out the good folks at Underdog. So 
Maddie, man, let's get into it. If you, and by the way, a couple of things. Shout out to Jay Todd and Harry the Snowman in the group chat. They're loving on the uh, the Dynasty Warzone uh, logo, the retro logo. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not even going to clue you in. This is a tease. If you're listening in audio form, you're going to have to go to YouTube. You're going to go to Player Profiler's YouTube channel. Find this video and see what they're talking about. Upper left-hand corner, you see a logo. Getting some love from Jay Todd and Harry the Snowman because it is badass. I I 110% agree with him. It is great. It is great. great. Well, listen, so if you saw the thumbnail, also you can see that on on the YouTube channel. You saw Maddie and I with new hairstyles. Crazy. You you saw us looking like, uh, what's the the term is Karen. So before we talk about what Karen means to us, I thought I would use a definition I found from the interwebs. And here's what it means. Karen is a pejorative, that means negative, a pejorative slang term (laughs) for an obnoxious, angry, entitled, and often middle-aged person who uses their privilege to get their way or police the behavior of others. Often featured in memes, a Karen is generally stereotyped as having a blonde bob haircut, please see the thumbnail again, and asking to speak to retail and restaurant managers to voice complaints or make demands and just basically being entitled. So I thought to myself, you know, I I love YouTube. I don't just watch fantasy football YouTube. I love content that crushes people like this, that crushes entitled people on YouTube. And I thought to myself, you know what? But We're all Karen sometimes. We all get frustrated sometimes. Maddie, you ever been a Karen or seen a Karen in the wild? I have seen a Karen in the wild. I'm not typically a Karen myself. Pretty chill guy, pretty laid back. There's not often, uh, you won't see me often complaining about service or anything like that. So I myself am not a Karen, but I will admit, and I think we'll dive into this here throughout the episode, uh, my league mates in some of my home leagues and in others would probably say there are times that I am a Karen in fantasy football. Agreed. So this is where we're going to tell on ourselves. Now, I've never really been that person. I was a bartender and a server many years ago. You've seen uh, a lot, a, I'm sure, then. Oh, uh, Sir, I was a store <laughs> manager for a Dick Sporting Goods for a long time before I switched careers to get into production management. I've dealt and I, I, I managed one in like the most affluent area of okay. Indianapolis, like the Burbs, you know. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. When, 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 when they come when they come up to you with like a Louis Vuitton or like a, a coach handbag, <laughs> pulling out a fistful of expired coupons that you're getting ready to deny, oh, you know, you baby. might you might as well roll your sleeves up, mister, because it's going to be yeah. uh, it's going to be bowling shoe ugly. But anyway, so, so <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you my first Karen related question as it relates to Dynasty, what we're all here for mm-hmm. now. Now, what is it about a league? that turns you into a league mate Karen. Now, is it is it inactivity in the group chat? Shady Commissioner, by the way, the little little promo, little plug, tomorrow night on the Player Profiler YouTube channel, I'm going to have John McGlynn from the Commission Evaluation Podcast on the show with me and we're going to discuss commissioning. And we you know, we're always going to do, you know, our bad commissioner stories. That's a little plug tomorrow night promote the promoting the kiss the ring podcast a commissioner's podcast on this very network but what what it is about leagues um that turns you into a to a karen memphis before i answer that question i do have to say mcginn's the man john is the man we had him on trade gods a couple weeks ago we actually he is part of our trade gods invitational fantasy league that we started he's the man you guys are gonna have a ball tomorrow night so definitely if you're listening now check that out because that is gonna be a great episode of kiss the ring now to your question, I got this. I, I thought about this in the show notes. I looked at this. I, I'm going to answer it two ways, if that's okay. Is that all right, Memphis? Can I answer it two ways? Sir, you're the co-host. You know, much like Jerry, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> okay, that's okay. We'll start here though. First, I want to answer this as a commissioner because I'm the commissioner of my long-running home league. We've been doing this now 12, 13, 14 years. Uh, and what will turn me into a Karen to this day is when I get any of my buddies rabble rousing in there. When they're just, what is he doing? Why is he doing this? Don't do that. That's not fair. Da, 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 da. And they know they're doing it to get under my skin, and it works. So I will I will call all of their parents. I will go full Principal Karen and call all of their parents if they start besmirching my, my decision-making in that league as commissioner because I've done a lot for them. So that's, that's from one way as a commissioner. But as a league mate, 
what truly gets me, and this is so Karen-like. So I think we can agree that part of a Karen is what they're flipping out about is something that maybe only could get them angry. We're, you know, sometimes it's it's everyone sees why they're angry or it sees why they're being ridiculous for getting angry. But we there are these times where you're just like, who gets so angry about this? And this is this is me here. This is why I'm a Karen as a lead mate. If I see a trade happen without one of the guys being put on the block, and I'm using the the, the rabbit ears here on the block, I get butt hurt. I'm like, why why didn't you put it on the block? I could have I could have beat that offer. Now, now the guy that has a uh, you know a better record than me gets a player that I wanted. What the hell? And I flip out, and I will immediately ask that league manager. You know, I I, I need to call call your manager because this is this is BS, and, and I just I can't stand for it, and I don't know why. But yes, that turns me into a Karen Memphis when I just see a trade, and I didn't know it was going to happen, and I didn't know anyone was on the block because I just feel like I I want to get in there and get those players. Yeah, many times I see a. a... And I think people do it sometimes to like, you know, like you mentioned, to get under my skin. They yeah. listen to they, they listen to the Dynasty Wars and a lot of my league mates, you know, create content themselves. And that's one thing I do. Like I'm in a pretty high stakes league with a lot of content creators <laughs> and I listen to their podcasts, not because they're good or bad podcasts. They're all fine. But I want to know what my league mates do. And, and who they're yeah. into. And, and and on a podcast, I would like to think that the content creators are telling you how they really feel about a player and not just trying to, to draw up fake, you know, interest or, or, or outrage. And I feel like mm-hmm. they intentionally go get the guys that I like before I can get them. And, and, and is there anything, no, this is not mine, but is there anything that turns me like into a quiet Karen, like an internal Karen more, <laughs> more than like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll hear something on a non-fantasy football related podcast. And I'll think to myself, damn, that is, that is good information. I'm going to go act on that because I'm not recording this week and I can act mm-hmm. on it, but I can go use this, go, go try to move on a guy. And then you, you, you look at whose roster they're on and you're just like, God damn it. You know, cause you know, that person's inactive, you know, that person's uh, a slug. So, so yeah, man, yeah, yeah. not, not being, not, I guess like that ties into yours, not being able to get the, the players you want because mm-hmm. you didn't get a chance to counter that offer or, it's just like on a on a GM that's tough to deal with. Yeah, like the guy. Sometimes you know you you you're from Indy, so you have uh, like there's probably super Colts fans, and there's that guy's roster. He's like, you know who? You know, I heard. Oh man, I really like how they're using Jelani Woods. Let me go throw a nice little low ball offer at him. And then he's on like the mega Colts fan, and you're like, oh god damn it, he ain't moving any Colts. Yeah, but but mine mine is is about the group chat. I wanted to say commissioning, like don't don't deal with weak commissioners. I'll save that for the Kiss the Ring podcast tomorrow yes. with John. But but for me, it's like when the group chat, and I love the group chat. Um, our patron group chat is is by far my my favorite. You know, but one time, you know, one time. I don't care what your politics are. I really don't. We talk fantasy football because it's so divisive, especially in America right now. Mm. So, I, so I don't care. I, I, I want to keep it above board. I want to talk about fantasy football. You know, I don't mind veering off in, into into like you know grilling recipes. I don't mind yeah. you know you know d, you know you know veering off into like youth sports. We got a lot of members. You know, like literally this year. I don't know if like the the. Dynasty Warzone patron chat is leading to some uh, good times at home, but we've literally had, and I'm not being hyperbolic, four kids born in our patron within the last like four <laughs> oh. months. We, we, we've had we've had, we've had four dads because it's mostly men. This is be, be be real what it is, but we've had four men that have welcomed new additions to their family. So that's cool. I yeah. love that part of the group chat because that's what's part of Dynasty guys is getting to virtually hang out with your friends, men, women, oh, yeah. whatever. But but anything that creates division divisiveness, I, I just I just it just makes me mad. And if I'm not the commissioner, I will say something. Look, mm-hmm. dude, look, can we just keep it to football? Because I really don't care. Yeah, we don't need do. to go there. Yes. So so I, I, I'm I, I again, if if you want to talk that, I'll talk that offline. If you want to talk that one on one, you want my opinion, DM me. I'd be happy to chat with you. But I'm not yeah. doing it in a group setting because I just I want to keep everything above board because. Then if you run three or four people off, then you've only got like three or four, maybe five people left. And, and the group mm-hmm. chat gets weird and echo chambery. And I just want to keep a good 
group chat at all times. Because if not, I yeah. will. I mean, I really, really will do a Karen behavior, and I will DM. <laughs> I will DM the, the the commissioner of the league and be like, "How can we fix this? How can we make this stop? How can we say no more of this?" Because I just want to talk ball. Yeah, you, that's a great move as a member of the league, whether it's commissioner or just being a member. We're supposed to have fun, and these some conversations, uh, you know, they get away from the group chat. And like you said, either with the echo chambers or you know, insensitive jokes or someone's background. You never know what people are going through, what what, what you know their upbringing was, what got them to the stage. So certain things can be offensive. This is their relief. This is that. Yeah, exactly. This is supposed to be fun. So I, I, kudos to you, because you know sometimes Karen's you got to be like, okay, that's a good move. And that's a good Karen, because fun is most important in fantasy. Uh, you should 100. This has got to be your escape. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, most of my leagues, again, are patron leagues are like $10, $20. You know, I've got $50 leagues. I've got some more expensive leagues. But it's it's to, for me, as like a, you know, a 40-something-year-old white dude, for me, it's about having a broad group of friends of all ages and and but, yeah, meeting people. But but, but but the meet exactly and making that's new friends and and talking dynasty fantasy football. So for me, that's the number one thing that will get me to go to a commissioner. But I do have another another uh, league before we get into some players and coaches that turn us into Karens. It, what is it about trades? Because you you mm-hmm. know you do host the mm-hmm. Trade Gods podcast. Mm-hmm. What is it about trades with a with a, you know you mentioned one there just a minute ago about not getting a shot? Is there anything else about trades that turns you into a, a Karen in dynasty fantasy football? Uh, well, definitely not responding. Not responding will get me to storm to the manager's office immediately. I can't stand it. It's and what happens to me? It's my own fault. You leave me on red. All of a sudden, if someone else is making an offer for a similar player, I'm going. What, what about this one? What about this one? And then if I, I can, you can lose a trade by waiting. Just tell me to piss off at the worst. Just tell me to piss off and I'll be happy. But leaving me on red, not responding, will get me going. I mean, it will absolutely turn me into a fantasy Karen. Well, I, I love that. And, and so I've got a buddy named Nate. He used to create content. He no longer does. He's actually, I'm going to have him on the, the Kiss the Ring podcast because he is a great commissioner and runs great leagues. So he has a, a couple of different variations of this rule as it relates to trades. You're going to mm-hmm. love this. If well, you don't respond good. within 24 hours, the trade goes through. You Ooh. have tw- <laughs> keeps so, people active, baby. I love now, it. Now, I'm a father. Maddie, I know you're a father as yeah. well. Everybody's read the classic book. Nate feels like everybody poops. And he's like, he feels like you're going to be pooping. And if you're pooping, you're on your phone. And yep. if you're on your phone, you should be responding to the trade offers because you can't tell me you didn't have time in 24 hours because no one goes 24 hours. He's like, turn your notifications on. And then Nate, <laughs> Nate runs some other leagues where Nate will dock you like a future third. So like if you don't respond within 24 hours, you will lose next year's third or some sort of a, of a penalty to equal a third where Nate, Nate, you got to respond. So yeah, I love yes. that. Like 24 hours. It's like, you know, so it, it does remind people, Hey, I'm going to be out of town. Hey, like Jerry right now, Jerry's in, in one of Nate's leagues. It's like, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be on vacation in the Dominican. Hey, you know, I, I, give me some grace. You get grace. Give, give me some grace. Advanced but, notice but, does deserve grace. Absolutely. So what do you think about Nate's uh, 24 hours? If you don't respond, the trade just goes through. Memphis, I love it. I mean, you tell Nate next time you talk to him that he just got a massive fan of his rule. That's a fantastic rule. And the everybody poops rule should be a nationally recognized rule in fantasy because it's true. Everyone poops. And if you have kids, you you definitely go hide in the bathroom, even if you're not pooping. You got 10 minutes to go ahead and check that lineup and, and at least respond to a trade. And like I said about what turns me into a Karen, at least say no. Just tell me to piss off. At least I know that it's dead in the water. I can move on. But I love Nate's rule, Memphis. I love it. So you got to tell him I'm a big fan of the everybody poops rule. The every So if you take nothing away from this podcast with me and Maddie tonight, you need to go back to your commissioner and you say, hey, look, I heard about this thing on a podcast. You know, just send them. We'll explain it to him for you if we need to. It's the everybody poops 24 hours yeah. or the trade goes through rule. I think that's fair. I think, I think awesome. Nate. I, I think Nate's on to a good one. Well, listen, we, we have a couple of more things we want to talk about with some Dynasty Karen topics. But just real quick, I don't have a fancy commercial from our friend, the Podfather. I just want to mention Trophy Smack. Startup season's upon us. Redraft season's about two months away. We get into 
to August. And if your league's more than a year old, you really need a trophy. Head over to our friends, Trophy Smack. As a matter of fact, just go to trophysmack.com forward slash underworld. There'll be a link in this show. If you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the show. If you're you know, listening on a podcast and just check them out because by going to that link, it lets the folks at Trophy Smack, hey, the team at Roto Underworld Player Profiler, they sent you. Take a look around. If you spend a hundred bucks, now it has to be one hundred. Not again. I've been through the coupon thing. I, I've, I've got that merit badge. It has to be one hundred dollars, not ninety nine point nine nine, one hundred before tax. And if you do that, then you will get a free stunner ring or a free bling ring with that purchase. So you know you can use the promo code Underworld. You can go directly by TrophySmack.com forward slash Underworld again. It, it, you could be a redrafter just just stopping by go look take a look around bookmark the page email it to yourself text it to yourself so that you remember in august when you're going to your draft you have the trophy ordered because there's nothing worse on draft day than showing up with no food and no trophy so go to trophysmack.com forward slash underworld if you just go to trophy smack and you purchase something you can use promo code underworld spend a hundred bucks get a free ring so, all right, Maddie, let's jump into some more Karen-related topics. Now, this is what, what people have tuned in for. This is about players, Playa. You know, we want to talk about the players that, that have made you a Karen. Now, it, that, that they make you angry. You feel like you're entitled to fantasy points. You know, you, you feel like you should be – now, never do this, but never at or tweet at or social media at a player. But you feel entitled to more production for them. Who is that player for you? Who do you feel like you've loved, you've only wanted to see do good things in the NFL, and they have yet to do it, and you want to speak to their manager? So uh, that would be, for me, would be Mike Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. Every single time that I've ever rostered him, it's just been such an up-and-down roller coaster with injuries, underperformances. I'll tell you a little story about this. Uh, in the league two years ago, if you can recall, the Chargers took on the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football. Uh, I was down seven points. I had Mike Williams. He went out and threw out a dud of a game. You do that to me across a few of my important leagues, I might be getting ready to call the manager because I'm not all happy about that at all. Uh, you know, that type of thing to me is a no-go when it comes to no-shows. And Monday Night Football no-shows are the damn near worst. And then Mike Williams is the exact wide receiver who, when after he's gotten hurt, after he's underperformed, you go ahead and say, you know what? I'm benching him this week. You know what, Memphis? I'm going to bench him. You go, you know what, Maddie? You should. You should. And then, boom, 33 points, and you're like, oh, he does have that talent. He has that ability. He averaged over the last three years 10.2 points, 15.4, 13.6. He's a good player. He's been a top 20 wide receiver each of the last two seasons. He's good, Memphis. But because of the ups and downs, because he's always not the guy I need when I need him, if I had his manager's number, I'm going to give it a call. And now I'm dying to know, what is, what's the player that gets you turning into a Karen? Because I'm fuming up just, talk, just thinking about Mike Williams right now. You, you feel your heart racing. You, a little you, bit. You, you feel sweaty. You feel like. My hair's coming. You, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm fired up. You know, at, at least with with Mike Evans, you've had that you've had that taste of success. You have had you know with Mike Williams between just inconsistent play at yes. times and injury, he turns you into like a rage monster. Like you just really like <laughs> want to storm into the locker room and just you you want to first of all yeah. you want to start yelling at him, and and then you you want to go yell at someone else. Mm-hmm. For for me, that guy without question is also in LA, the other team, it is the Rams. It is Tyler Higby. So let me tell you a funny story. This is a funny story. So uh, do you know Riley Bymaster? Uh, he's created content, been in the space for a long time. No, I don't think so. He, he does I'm work with the Dynasty know. Trade Calculator, yep. uh, a league mate of mine. So this is the kind of league mate I am. I, I'm a commissioner's <laughs> worst nightmare at times. So this was when uh, both Tyler Higby and Darren Waller came off of good seasons. And I literally bet Riley Bymaster, a first-round pick, mm-hmm. that Tyler Higby was going to outscore Darren Waller that year. Oh, no. And I lost year? that. for I, it was Literally, like I, I gambled a first-round pick. 
And this is, uh, and speaking of great commissioners, Russ at Dynasty Outhouse. Russ is a tremendous commissioner. He runs amazing leagues. He's a, he's a content creator in his own right. Mm-hmm. And, and I've met him in person at the Fantasy Football Expo. Great dude. Because of me and Riley, you can no longer gamble future picks. Because <laughs> now, 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 don't hear what I'm not saying. I've won this league three out of four years. I'm that damn good. I can, I can literally trade away a first round pick. Oh. And still, it's still win the league three out of four years. But for me, it's Tyler, it's Tyler Higby. He's a guy okay. that is such a yo-yo, such an up and down that I, I, I just, if, if he could be consistent, he's never going to be George Kittle. He's never going to be, you know, Travis Kelsey. But I think if he could just stay consistent, if he could just week in and week out, and I know that that's the nature of the tight end position in its own right. But if he could just be a little bit more consistent, I would have a little bit more hair, you know the thumb the 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 the, the, the <laughs> yeah. thumbnail notwithstanding because he's a good tight end, and you know what I, I you know I don't have the sound drop from uh, Brokeback Mountain. It's like I wish I know how to quit you because <laughs> I I feel like I'm all back in on on Tyler Higby again mm. because outside of Cooper Cup, who else is there to throw to? You know Puka Nakua, yeah. Ben Skaronic. Maybe. A man Jefferson. I mean, if you tell me, if we look back in a year from now and Tyler Higby has a, a monster year, are you going to be shocked, Maddie, that, that we're going to look back and all of a sudden this year because of, you know, for whatever reason, Tyler Higby has a monster 2023 just because of, you know, as uh, the Podfather calls it, the law of the conservation of targets. I would not be shocked. And the thing about Tyler Higby, and I think this only adds to the reason why he's your Karen or the, the player that turns you into a fantasy Karen, is he's not all that bad. I mean, over the last four seasons, he was tight end 10, tight end 20, tight end 13, tight end 15 on a points per game basis. So they're not, you know, we're not talking about tight end 30, tight end even past tight end 25. He's a usual tight end, but then you look at his player log and holy cow, you have a, you know, a 17 point game, which is good. That was last year, week four, week five, he follows up with 11 points. You're like, okay, I like this consistency. Then he has three weeks of sub play, including a straight zero where he had 85% uh, snap share, but didn't score a single fantasy point. Uh, and then again, a long drought and then 30.4 points, uh, probably long after you cut him. So, yeah, I agree that if he was more consistent, you kind of flatten these games out and kind of push these, you know, 8.9 fantasy points over the course of the year. He could be someone you could be a little bit more reliant on, have those spike weeks, and I have to try to pick them. He's a good best ball player because he will have some spike weeks. But I, I get why he's your Karen, but I also get why you can't quite quit him because he's his career high in touchdowns is five. I mean, you put that number at eight, which can just happen. Like you said, law of conservation of targets can, can go that way. So Memphis, I don't think you're wrong here uh, with making him your Karen guy. And I definitely don't think you're wrong sticking, keeping him around because uh, just keep that manager's number on speed dial. Just in case week, week seven Memphis, you can call that guy up and say, listen, Tyler, you're, 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 you're the Tyler's Higby's agent or whatever your manager. This guy's a bum. I can't take it any longer. But I get why you can't quit him. Yeah, for for, for me, it's like last year. Uh, I'm I'm referencing 1.75 tight end premium. That's the league I was able to pull up real quick. He was the tight end six, but there was such a gap between him and the tight end five, which was Evan Ingram in this yeah. in this format. It was almost 25 points at, at the 1.75 tight end premium. But like you know, you just see it. You know, in this again in the scoring format, 11, 18, 12. 22, 15, mm-hmm. two. Okay, so a stinker. So, okay, fine. He had five good games, two. Then he comes back from a bye week, four and a half, zero. Okay, well, so now you're benching him. Now you're now you're not playing him. Then it's 19, 10. Okay, fine. Two double digits in a row. I'm going to put him back in. Zero, four, four. Well, well, shit. The fantasy playoffs are here. It's week 15. I can't play him in the playoffs. 15, 35. Okay, he won me back. He got me into my championship game week 17, <laughs> yeah. six points. There it I is. I mean, j- just maddening. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't, I would love the 35 to be consistent, but can we just smash out that 15 a game in tight end premium? And I would be, I would be a lot, a lot happier guy. So those oh, are yeah. some players, but, but, but we can almost call this, and I don't know if he's your guy. Hopefully he's not, but I think I'll, I'll give an example. So we're going to talk about coaches that turn us into dynasty Karens because they're out there. 
I think the big oh, yeah. one, I think the big one, we'll call this the, uh, the Karen Pitts, AKA Kyle Pitts. I think if there's <laughs> any player more so in dynasty fantasy fo- football over the last two seasons that have turned fantasy, especially dynasty gamers into a Karen would be none other than Kyle Pitts. That's oh, an yeah. example. That's not oh, my yeah, guy. Oh, yeah. That's not my guy. But when I say that, I, I know a lot of Karens would like to speak to like, you know, uh, is it Arthur Blank that owns the Falcons? It yeah, is. He, the, Home so. Depot, the Home Depot guy. Him exactly. and Ziggy Wilf from the, the, the Vikings kind of look similar-ish. But it <laughs> makes you want to go into like, you know, Ziggy, you know, uh, um, Arthur Blank's office. It makes me want to boycott Home Depot. In the PGA <laughs> Superstore, you know, I, I want to go. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm not going to at Kyle Pitts on Twitter because that would make me a dick. I'm, I'm going to go to like my local Home Depot and say, "How do I get in contact with Mister Blank?" And you know what the manager is going to say because I've I've worn those shoes. They're going to say, "Hey, you know, I, 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 how can I help you? Can you get Arthur Smith to target <laughs> Kyle Pitts a little bit more in fantasy football?" That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd actually write That'd a five star review. I'd, I'd actually leave like a positive, highly satisfied review, but. Who, yeah. who is the coach out there that makes you a Karen, Maddie? Well, Arthur Smith is definitely one of them. Uh, I mean, he 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 had let Drake London last year had what a thirty percent target share, but he wasn't able to truly bust out into the scene because he was twenty second in targets. He's a candidate for sure. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is now kind of uh, he's really he's really got my goat. You know, he's really uh, you know clogged my drain, if you will, at two at two take teams. You did it with DJ Moore in Carolina. I was doing it with Antonio Gibson. But I had to save this coach for someone that truly turns me into a fantasy Karen, and that's Staley, Brandon Staley out in Los Angeles. Both of my Karens are for the Los Angeles Chargers, and it's not a coincidence. Brandon Staley here, last year, uh, he let you know he let Justin Herbert, he lets him chuck the rock. There's no doubt about that. Justin Herbert was second in targets overall. Uh, he was fourth in red zone targets, and, and the Chargers threw the ball the second most in terms of pass plays per game. But when you look at the 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 downfield attack, or should I say, Memphis, the lack thereof of a downfield attack for the Los Angeles Chargers. You realized last year why Justin Herbert was a massive bust, and he was. He was drafted, I think, to be tight end six or seven uh, last year, and he finished as quarter, uh, quarterback 15 on a points-per-game basis. So he underwhelmed tremendously, and he did that with 4,700 passing yards. Can believe, Can you believe that? It's crazy. But, again, the downfield attack was not there, and that's why Brandon Staley has turned turned me into an absolute Karen. Now, let's look at some of Justin Herbert's efficiency metrics in 2022. Yards per attempt, 6.8. That's 25th amongst qualified uh, quarterbacks. Adjusted yards per attempt, 6.5, 15th. Again, way outside where you'd like to see a guy like Justin Herbert be on a given basis. And his yard, air yards per attempt, so really chucking the ball. How, much, how many air yards can he compile per throw? 6.5. I mean, come on. It's not even a first down. That's 32nd amongst qualified quarterbacks. And we're talking about a quarterback who was first in money throws and third in true completion percentage. He has a laser rocket arm. He has weapons. This year, though, we're going to find out if it's Brandon Staley or if it was the offensive coordinator because Kellen Moore is in town and he has helped create a juggernaut of a passing offense in an offense overall in Dallas. So I'm very, very excited about this Memphis for Justin Herbert and company. So in Los Angeles, so there's a chance that I could be on the show, uh, you know, maybe a year from now, hopefully you'll have me back. And these guys have really redeemed themselves. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be much sooner than a a year from now. Yeah. (laughs) Brandon Staley. Yeah. Speaking of good people, bad tweets, fantasy pros put out a, a list, a ranking of all NFL coaches based yep. on like their their ranking for for fantasy points, and I was just like, I, it was head it was head scratching, befuddling, but the, I, I I didn't really necessarily hate their ranking of Brandon Staley because he mm-hmm. has this like pedigree of being this boy genius, like the defensive yeah. version of of Sean McVay. But I don't get it. So you do feel better about Kellen Moore being there? I know I, I do. Think so. I definitely, I mean, Kellen Moore, not only was he an NFL quarterback uh, and what he did in Dallas was, I mean, 
they did run the ball a lot, but at the same time, he was able to make Dak a very valid quarterback in fantasy. Uh, numerous pass catchers were good throughout his years there. And if you look at turn, turn, you know, total team points scored, uh, stuff like that, he's always in the top five. So I'm really excited. He's going to obviously have the best quarterback t- talent-wise as he's ever had. So this should be good for Kellen Moore, and I love it for all the players in Los Angeles. You know, I felt like that was a low-key shade throw at my boy Dak. You know, he's way, you know, Justin Herbert's way better than Dak. And, and you know, Dak, Dak's not yeah. Justin Herbert, but but he's pretty good. I don't think Dak's Dak gets great. enough. I don't know that no. he's way worse than than yeah. I made it sound negative, no. but I don't make it sound the, yeah, the one guy the one guy I want to talk about, you know, just to give you a little uh, peek behind the curtain of what the podfather and I talked about the other day on the Mind of Mansion show was that someone's going to be good there as the second running back. You know, that's like one of those things, like if, if you want a low-key hack, because, you know, this we're, we love hacks, right? I love hack. Fantasy hacks good, are great. Any hack is great, you know, like like kitchen hacks, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You need to be following the beat reporters and the ESPN reporter that, that follows the L.A. Chargers because you want to see who's going to be that clear number two behind Austin Eckler in that offense. Is it Joshua Kelly? Is it Isaiah Spiller? Someone's going to have some some Zeke Elliott from – no, not not Zeke Elliott in his prime value. No. Zeke Elliott last yeah, year value. Right, He's right. going to have kind of that role that Zeke had last year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that they want Austin Eckler to get so much volume anymore that he's the – you know, RB one overall, he may be like the RB six and, you know, Eckler may want that because he wants to extend his career. He wants to get that last taste at the Apple. I I see our buddy Harry in the, in the chat and he's like, you know, it's Kelly. And I think it is now, but a lot changes, especially with new OCs. That's why you follow those beat reporters that when you get those little blurbs that, Hey, Spiller standing out. Cause that way, if for some reason it's not Kelly or you, you can't get both. I'm just saying that's a little, little low key hack. Little little mm-hmm. low key hack to, to just keep an eye on things. Now 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 I have a guy that I have loved. He's an Indianapolis native. Now I thought you were going to spoil it because you know the OC that was killing him is gone in Scott Turner. But mm-hmm. for me, it's Ron Rivera. Now, I, I don't <laughs> yep. know how you ask for the manager and get worse than the head coach because I would have got Dan <laughs> Snyder. It was like you just yes. get, you just get You're progressively like, do you have worse. Another manager? Can I speak yeah, to yeah. executive? Yeah. Where, where do I go from here? Yeah, I would, I would have, I would have asked Terry McLaren to see his manager. He would have brought me, you know, Scott Turner. I've been like, I want another manager, and he would have brought <laughs> me Ron Rivera. And then I would told Ron Rivera, I want another manager, and he would have brought me Dan Snyder. I would have told Dan Snyder, I want the other guy back. You know, <laughs> I want someone reasonable that I can, I can talk to because you know, you look at Terry McLaren's stats, and it's just he feels like DJ Moore, which is ironic because you know Ron Rivera has ties to the Carolina Panthers as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy, the guy, literally three seasons in, in, in a row, 1118 yards, 1053, 1191. You're like Memphis that, you know, he's had 87 and then 77, two years in a row. He's averaging, you know, right around 82, 83 ish catches a year. He's getting 1100 mm-hmm. yards. I, I, but you know what? I think from, a, you know, if you hear Terry McLaren talk football, he deserves quarterback back play, coaching play, coach calling, play calling, that would allow him to be truly in an echelon that he deserves to be. He should be with a quarterback, with an organization, because that's why I want the manager. That's why I want – and I'm glad that Dan Snyder is going to finally be out in Washington. I think for my man Terry McLaren, it's too little too late because he'll be 28 this season. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll still have – from a dynasty standpoint, guys, he still has, you know, three or four good years left in him. You know, he's a pro's pro. Uh, so I, I, th- I, th- I think he'll stick around. I hope he can get out of there. Hopefully like a, like a, like a team trades for him in season, a new GM, a new ownership group, you know, they, they, they want to mix it up. But, you know, because you mentioned Ron Rivera. So I, I, have two, I have a two-part question for you, and we'll wrap this one up. A, what are your thoughts on Terry McLaren? And I had a gentleman reach out to me today on Twitter, said he found me via the Player Profiler Network. So thank you for listening. Awesome. And he, and, and he said, I think I did something bad. He's like, I gave up the 109. He didn't specify if it was Superflex or a 1QB, but he gave up the 109 and he got back Antonio Gibson. And I was like, look, brother, I ain't mad at you. You know, I'm you not gave mad up the, you, you gave, and this, and now maybe in another draft class, it could have been a problem. But I was like, man, you're getting a twenty, you're getting a twenty-four year old 
with a thousand yard rushing season on his resume, two 40 plus catch seasons on his resume in a contract year. He got a new OC. No, sir. I, I have no problem with that trade personally. That was my response to his to his question. So what do you think about my my anger toward the entire leadership group? Because there's not really a manager to ask for, unfortunately. There's nothing there. And 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 how do you feel about Terry? And then what do you think about that trade? So let's start with your call, of course. I mean, in the short list of coaches that's going to get you to call a Karen, it's Ron Rivera. I would say the only thing keeping you from not calling the manager is exactly what you alluded to. You'd have to go up to the chain of command times the times 20 to find someone. You'd have to wait in the lobby until the sale goes through before you find an adult to talk to to truly complain about. So you really have no choice. But, yes, Ron Rivera uh, has been a – a coach worthy of turning uh, you and probably millions of millions of others uh, into to Karen's in fantasy, because, uh, you know, just not truly unleashing a player uh, like Terry McLaurin or Antonio Gibson has been a crime. Uh, I looked it up real quick while you brought up his name. They do have a chance uh, to get out of the Terry McLaurin contract uh, this year. It looks like the, his contract shoots up. Uh, in 2024, so maybe they trade him after this season, or if not, it it actually to cut it would have to be the year after. So uh, yeah, you might be right. It might be too late, McLaurin, but I like him as a player. He's a guy who can go get the ball deep. Uh, we see it time and time again, 19th in total targets, which is exactly I think where your Karenness really hulks out. It's the fact that you see a player like this being outside of the top 15 in targets in an offense, but he still was ninth in receiving yards in the NFL. And he had the seventh highest uh, yards per target. Like I said, a really good downfield threat. Now, if you pepper him with a little bit more targets and you bump up those PPR, get him to that, you know, a hundred reception threshold, you're talking about an absolute beast in fantasy. And I do think that is in the realm of possibility, uh, you know, with Eric the in town, I think, but what we're, we're learning here, folks, everyone listening, is the offensive coordinators might be here to save us uh, from calling the managers of these coaches because we have a new Kellen Moore offensive coordinator in L.A. and we have Eric Bieniemy in Washington. So hopefully these OCs keep De- uh, Memphis and I from calling the manager and le- really giving our complaints. So McLaurin, let's see if he can be unlocked to, to another level here and get him close to you know, 90-ish, tar- uh, 90-ish receptions would really propel him into you know that top, 18 to 20 receiver in PPR leagues, which I think he deserves. He's that good of a player. This could be within the realm of possibilities. Now that trade, if it's one quarterback, I love it. I really love it. Cause what we're talking about with the one Oh nine is Charbonnet, uh, a chain, uh, Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, uh, one of the receivers that fall to you, whether it be you know, Zay or uh, Quentin Johnston. So in that realm, yeah, give me Antonio Gibson for sure. Now, even in Superflex, you push a couple more names back because obviously the quarterbacks are parlayed in the front. You do have a better crack at grabbing somebody like uh, one of those run uh, receivers, like a uh, you know, like I mentioned, or even Will Levis in Superflex. But either way, I'm still okay with Antonio Gibson there. Antonio Gibson is a stud athlete. His best comparable player at playerprofile.com is Joe Mixon. We've seen Mixon have tremendous success, and if used in a similar fashion, we could see the same result with Antonio Gibson. He is a you know 96th percentile 40-yard dash, 99th percentile speed score, so he's an above-average athlete. He's huge. He has a receiving background. You know He played receiver at the University of Memphis, and when you look at his three seasons in the nfl 14.4 points a game 14.3 points a game 11.1 points per game so even with the uh maybe not the usage that we love to see in the 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 weaponing uh, of his talents uh weaponizing of his talents that we would like to see he's very productive double digit average is, is great uh 20 six touchdowns in his career is great. So, I mean, he is a playmaker and he's going to be a free agent. He's part of that rolling thunder cloud that you talked about at the beginning of the show. So if he can ball out this year and then go to a situation where they, you know, that second contract truly gives him the keys to the running back room, uh, this could be an absolute kill. And at the, for the one Oh nine, why not take that shot? Yeah. I, I, I endorse that trade wholeheartedly because like you said, at the one Oh nine, even in tight end premium, that's mostly Quentin Johnston. And yeah, I, I, yeah. I have I have zero interest in and and that's like the 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 part of the draft I don't want to have to hit the submit draft pick button on 
It just no, you makes trade it, it, I'm, it, it. In just, those positions, I trade it out. It, it, yeah, I, I try, and you know, and if I can get an Antonio Gibson, especially like if I if I had the one hundred and nine and I earned it from mm-hmm. last year, I earned it by finishing in the final four of my league. I'm probably still a contender, and I'd much rather have a piece like Antonio Gibson that's going to help me continue to chase down that. I, it just you know, it's a the Optimus dream. You know, you know, we uh, we wish yeah. cast, oh, yeah. and, and may, maybe uh, Antonio Gibson could replace could replace Austin Eckler in Los Angeles with the aforementioned Kellen Moore and uh, your bump, your bum, your your guy who you don't want to deal with and uh, Brandon Staley. But I want to give you the floor. I want to give you a minute to talk about the good stuff you're doing at The Game Plan and mm-hmm. over at Trade Gods as well as anything else going on in the world of Mr. Matty Kiwoom. So you can uh, check basically all my stuff that I have coming out. Comes out, play a profiler, working on the world famous draft kit. Get ready for that. That is coming, folks. The world famous draft kit at playerprofiler.com is on its way. It will be here before you know it. And it's just, it's going to have so much information. It's been, uh, you know, it's the world famous for a reason. It's fantastic. So I've been working on that, working hard on that. It's great. Uh, working on some some articles here in the off season for dynasty content, which is a ton of fun. I love this time of year. You know, it's the craziness of the dynasty season that I love so much. Trade gods with my man Jason Allwine each and every Thursday. We have some guests on, but we're basically breaking down trades from the trade finder at playerprofile.com. If you DM us and want to check out a, a trade, have it broken down. Anyone checking out this show here tonight, you wanted us to break it down on trade gods, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. We'll break that trade down. We're, uh, we're, we're happy to do it. We love talking trades on trade gods each and every Thursday. In Memphis, if you uh, want to come talk trades with the boys, we'd love to have you. Hey, you know, I, I do love talking trades. It's actually, uh, I live vicariously. So like I said, I, I do content and people kind of know who my guys are. So, and, and I've got a reputation. So a little, a uh, little behind the scenes, uh, good friends with Dan Williamson. He he also oh, yeah. d- does work here on the, the player profiler channel via the goat district podcast. Mm-hmm. And da- Dan and I think a lot alike and Dan and I kind of have this reputation that if Dan, Dan or I start creeping around on a player, like especially for like no good reason, that that guy's that guy's price goes up. So I have to live vicariously through people like oh, yeah. our patrons at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. I get to help them with trades and and, and do you know my, a lot of trades that way. So I would love to come on and help vicariously, you know, do do some yes. trades. And uh, so I, I would I would love to do that. We'll have to get that coordinated. Uh, Thursdays are uh, oh, yeah. a busy day, but I, but I'm never too busy to come by and hang with you. And speaking of busy, speaking of busy, I owe you guys my surges and purges from last week. So we did that show last Sunday night with Adam Seslowski of RotoWire. Jerry and I were going to do it Thursday night before he and his wife went out of town, but he had a power outage. And we kind of waited and waited and waited. And the next thing you know, we waited too long. Then all of a sudden it's Friday. My son's at a you know travel league baseball tournament. And, and here I am doing the Dynasty War Zone. So I owe it and I know it and I'll get to it this week. That'll be on the player profiler. Uh, excuse me. That'll be on the play, player profiler audio podcast. But it will be on the Dynasty War Zone YouTube podcast. So last thing I got, everything we got. Uh, five-star reviews and subscribing everywhere. It's 100% free. If you made it this long, you're the loyalist of the loyal. Please mm-hmm. go over and, this, like I said, leave Player Profiler, leave Dynasty Warzone a five-star review and jump in and subscribe. Th- those things that you do, that is free. Those are seconds out of your day that, that, that you're like, that's not a big deal. I'm sure someone else will leave the five-star review. Now you're the person. You're mm-hmm. the one who can do it because, believe it or not, it goes a long way. Obviously, the draft kit coming up, great way to support us. The all-in package, Patreons, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Player Profiler has one. We have one. Those are all great, and you'll get a lot of extra stuff for doing those. But the freest way to help us all, man, is those valuable clicks of subscription and those valuable clicks of five-star reviews. Well, listen, I'm going to get my man Matty out of here. He has been a great co-host. We had so much fun four weeks ago talking business principles, but I've got a psychological principle. I'm going (laughs) to talk to him about here in just a second. He's going to stick around for 15 minutes of bonus coverage for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. But guys, thank you so much. I told the pod father on behalf of you, I was like, Matt always says he, they have that player profiler. Roto Underworld has the best listeners, the sharpest uh, in Dynasty. 
and Matt could not be more accurate. The way mm-hmm. y'all have welcomed Jerry and I to the player profiler audio and YouTube channels has been tremendous. I got to meet cool people like Maddie. I mm-hmm. promise you guys, we're going to keep bringing you a lot of content. Please subscribe everywhere. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and uh, I'm going to go hang out some more with my friend Maddie. Until next time, guys, have a great week. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. I want to talk to the manager. Okay, one second. What the f- is your problem? You, you can't be here acting like you own the place. I don't want to make no money here. Well, what the hell are you doing? You cannot record me. That's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.